Skitter. Skitter. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. He's not able to be with us tonight. But no, you're not just going to get bushy. Because guess what? Rescued from the throes of Hurricane Maria. And that's going to be another episode. It won't be discussed tonight. Because it would not be fair to discuss that drama without the mountain man. But rescued from the throes of of Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's for all you assholes that got pissed off at Trump. Puerto Rico. Sid, how you doing, brother? What is up, Bushy? I am good, man. Just kicking back, ready to do this episode and reclaim my seat on the throne, oh, brother. man, I am so glad to have you back. And I, I can't lie. I, I, I got to delve into the Puerto Rico thing a little bit. And I want to keep doing that for all you fuckers that got pissed off at Donald Trump for saying that. I'm going to keep doing it. Because white guys can't speak Spanish all that well, you dumb fucks. That is true. That is true. At least he gave it a shot. You know, he did make it, it a, joke, a joke. It was a joke. It was harmless. And he even said, you know, or, or, or we say Puerto Rico. And a big smile. See, people just take shit the wrong way because they're too sensitive and butthurt. We are so glad... Your home. We're so glad you're stateside. Uh, I don't know if you knew it or yes. not, but Mountain Man and I went on and did a quick 20, 30 minute show trying to gain more funds through the GoFundMe your sister set up to help get you back and cover any other expenses you had. So we are so happy you're here. Welcome back, Sin. To take your seat yeah, um, at the round table that is the plug with Bushy Sid and the Mountain Man. Yep. Thank you so much, brother, for you and Mountain Man hooking me up and everybody else that did uh, participate in that GoFundMe account. Thank you so much. I literally, when I got home back on October 2nd, I think I took a day to relax and just to disassociate myself with social media that when I actually got back on the third to Facebook and text messages, like the amount of outpouring that I had to respond back to was just legitimately overwhelming that I literally developed like what you call thumb blisters, like from typing so much, you know, just the response back that I had to actually <laughs> You got the- Nintendo-itis off of talking <laughs> 
I Nintendo itis, man, <laughs> off of my freaking phone, and, and there's no button on my phone. As you know, you know technology now. It's, sure. it's touchscreen, but it, I was typing so hard back that. I literally looked at this little button on my phone, and it had the microphone. I'm like, wait a minute, what? And I hit microphone, and it said, tap Yeah, messenger, speak. dude. Messenger's Bam. the shit. <laughs> right, dude. I was like, thank you, everyone. You know, I was just telling people thank you like that. I just kept repeating, repeat, repeat, repeat. Then I found a way to copy and paste. Nice, nice. <laughs> well, I, I, I do want to say I, I want to keep the Puerto Rico talk to a minimum, not because it's not important, right. but because... I would love to have our brother on the show well, of to, to discuss that because we were both freaking out. I mean, I know you saw my text messages and my Facebook messages. Motherfucker, let me know you're alive. <laughs> you know, so right. I know you understood that. So yeah, so that's that's definitely. great. Now, now, here's the funny thing, okay? Um, this is a show that was not supposed to happen. We... We're on earlier, myself, Sin, the Mountain Man. The Mountain Man was on for, what, 10, 12 minutes because he had to go to his job. And we had uh, the great Chris Sinzak from the Decibel Geek podcast on. And we had an outstanding episode. There was so much cool information thrown out there. And I'm not going to tell you what it was about because... Then I'm going to have to get a hold of Chris and say, no, we got to do something different because I just gave it all away. There was so much great information given out. Here's the problem. And here's why we're recording right now, me and Sin. When the mountain man left, my recorder stopped recording. And if it didn't stop recording, then what happened was is after we got off the Skype with uh, Chris, I didn't click the right thing on the recorder to to download that episode. So <laughs> I, I I hate when people do this. <laughs> long story short, after I've already gone through a long <laughs> fucking story, <laughs> the Chris Sinzek episode does not exist, and. I, I am heartbroken. I'm angry. It's it, it's funny. I got a hold of Chris and I was shaking. Shaking as I'm trying to text him. To let him know that the shit didn't record. Because I was freaking the fuck out. I had a cry with my daughter. I literally dropped tears because it was such a good episode. Sid was a, not a good episode. Yes, it was. That was definitely a great episode there with Chris. Um, looking forward to getting him back up on here. And uh, pretty much, <laughs> it'll be a re-air of the episode. So we'll leave it yeah, at that. Yeah, it'll definitely be a re-air. And here's the best part, because you weren't necessarily overly familiar with the information. Exactly. And you were blasted with information, and even I learned some things. I, I think maybe that next one's going to be even better. Yeah, so... I, hey, if I got to share some of the stuff that where I found it from, I'm more than happy to oblige, for sure. <laughs> so I'll definitely have you hooked up, because I know I had you stomped yeah, on that yeah. for a little bit. So. Sid, I told Sid you I was going to kill up. you softly. Sid fucked me up with some yeah. shit from my era. And he don't even know my era, but yeah. he, he, he dug deep. 
Yeah, I, I dug deep, man. I, I was I was elbows deep in the shit, as they would say. But but for those you know who think of, oh man, where's the episode? I'm gonna quote one of my favorite characters from one of my favorite movies, man. Sometimes shit happens. Someone has to deal with it, and who are you gonna call? In this case, you call on Bushy and Sin to take it over. Nice, nice. Like, was that a <laughs> Ghostbusters ripoff? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Outstanding. <laughs> so, Sin, we're glad to have you back tonight's episode. That that I, I'm gonna call that a bushy fuck up. How was your week? <laughs> How was my week? Um, well, come it started. Uh, I would say Thursday. Well, yeah, Thursdays usually typically when I start my weekend. Come to find a fuck out, I go and cover one of our DJs for the station that we, uh, you know, both are affiliated with. www.thatmetalstation.com. Yeah. Uh, I took four shots of vodka just to, you know, kind of hang out for the night, get a good buzz going on. Uh, at about, let's say, 10 o'clock on the West Coast, ended up going to the hospital because my pancreas started flaring up a little bit. Uh, did a little x-ray, a little ultrasound, a little freaking um, CAT scan as well, some blood work. Two and a half hours later, doctor comes back to tell me, son, you cannot drink no more because if you drink, you're going to die. Oh, shit. You have chronic pancreatitis. You're not allowed to drink liquor. And I asked him, I says, how bad does it look? Can I see, you know, the results of the CAT scan and the x-ray? So, unfortunately, if you want to pay $500 to see it, he goes, I can bet. But he goes, to give it to you in plain English, he goes, your stomach, your pancreas looks like a California wildfire freaking lot that lost its house, basically. So, I was like, okay, so no more drinking. Is there anything I can party on? He said, yeah. Marijuana. <laughs> so it looks like I'll go back Vegas. to smoke some pot. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it's like go to go to the uh, what is it the where they distribute the weed or whatever and shit. I'm, dispensary. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, you told me you said just light it up for your birthday and you know enjoy yourself. Don't drink. All right, cool. Drinking makes me limp anyway, so fuck drinking. Yeah, and it's definitely hard for you to jerk off with your limp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like activation tweezers mode, and let me grab the magnifying glasses as it wants to hide in the bush. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. So we were back in their juvenile. Um, sucks you can't drink. I, Sorry. I, I, I love beer. I'm drinking beer now. In fact, I had to go get more beer because I was so devastated about what happened earlier. But uh, my week sucked. Fucking sucked. What happened? I, I uh. I, I got overtime this week, which is great, but I'm behind in all my bills, so that's all gone. So I'm like floating checks this week to pay for next week's bills. So it, 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 it just sucks. Uh, I did not get to see my woman this weekend. Her, her ex mm-hmm. isn't taking his kids on Fridays anymore. Saturday, her mm-hmm. daughter was supposed to go to a dance in the state of friend's house but she went and tried to dye her hair again okay she dyes her hair all the time this is a 14 year old teenage fucking snowflake girl by the way she goes and dyes her hair fucks it all up 
And at 8 o'clock Saturday morning is calling her mom. Oh, come pick me up. My hair's messed up. And you'll fix it because you do everything I ask. And, of course, she ran out to Fort Drum. Picked up her daughter. Brought her back. And spent five hours working on fixing her hair. Now, the problem is... The friend whose house she was staying at <laughs> got pissed off that she left. And because, you know, 14-year-old girls are fucking stupid. It was a big old right. cry fest. A big old cry fest. And long story. Not short. Oh, I said it again. She didn't, she didn't mm-hmm. come over that night. And I got pissed the fuck off because I'm like... Really? Really? You have to be there because she's so upset because her friend's mad that she left. Where? Because I'm a hard motherfucker. I don't do soft sissy shit. I, I, yeah. I almost lost my girlfriend this weekend. Almost. She was supposed to come over on her way home from work because she has to pass by my house leaving because she's training to be a manager. So she's out in Carthage now. Carthage, New York. So she has to come down 26 and then up 3 to get back to her house. And I live right off of 3. Did not stop yesterday. Did not talk to me yesterday. Mad. Mad at me. We ended up talking later on. And and she is coming over tomorrow morning. But, yeah, my week fucking sucked. It's like, I think I'm almost at that no more girlfriend thing. And it's not because that's what I want. Ooh. I don't think it's because it's what she wants. I think that's because it's it's what her daughter wants and what her mother wants. So, yeah. Oh, now her mother's getting oh, involved yeah. in this stuff, too? Oh, yeah. She does on Fridays because, well, her kids are home and she should be there because her kids are home. But I'm like, they're not there every other fucking night. <laughs> they're there right. Sunday through fucking Friday. <laughs> Fucker. Come see me. But... Right. I, I I'm, I'm just sitting let here. My daughter dictate my life that way, though. So, fuck no. My daughter tried to dictate my life like that, man. I'll put my size ten right up her ass and fucking make sure it comes up her neck straight so that it'll realign her fucking spine yeah, and shit. Yeah, for real. For real. I'm thinking, like, what, like hair dyeing? Are you for real? Like, who, who's this chick following? Kaylee Perry, Miley oh, Cyrus, Cyrus, dude, or whatever? She's like, following oh. the snowflake Bernie Sanders handbook. All right. Oh my lord. Blue hair, purple hair, green hair, pink hair, blonde hair, long hair, short hair. Pierce my septum, you know, because I, 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 I want a bullhorn in my fucking nose. Pierce my eyebrow, pierce my belly button. Dude, I, I'm going to work this summer, then don't work. Dude, everything that I say about snowflakes, this child embodies. And it's funny because my girlfriend, oh, she agrees with me politically. But when she raises her kids, she Bernie Sanders, President Obama, fucking Hillary Clinton's raises these soft little fucking weak kids. And that's what mm. I have to deal with. And she gets mad at me because I say, yeah, it's only a matter of time for you to dump me. You might as well be real. Because once I'm mad, that's what I say. Be fucking real. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, yeah, so, well, my, I, so my week sucked. Uh, Sunday night show went well. Um, I didn't do a show last week because I did work that overtime last week. So it was fun to get back in there. But at the same time, it's weird. You get a week off, you don't want to do it. 
You know what I mean? It's it, it's hard to go back, cause you you know you have a late slot too, man. Nine o'clock at right. night, you know my time. I know you go on at like ten o'clock or eleven o'clock your time. Yeah, which is yeah, one it's, for you. It's fucking hard, cause you got to stay up all day, and then Kane is gone. You know, because his mom's having health issues, so there was nobody covering his lot. The nice thing was, I I have a following. I had people in the chat, and it was funny. That was probably the highlight of my night, is you requested the cure, and haha, fuck you, Scott Green. <laughs> <laughs> I played it. <laughs> and then... And you fucking uh, yeah, I don't me care. Out. You, and you emphasize that Sato made this request, not me. This shit was not in the queue. No, but even <laughs> so, Sato, he, here it is. The even cure. kitten, even kitten was like, BGS, <laughs> don't fuck with me because after I'm drunk, <laughs> I'm playing goddamn near anything. Right. Especially, especially Damn. because I don't remember which show it was. It was my first few, one of those. Scott says, play Eastbound and Down from Smokey and the Bandit. And I was like, right. <laughs> I started talking shit. Okay, motherfucker, it's your station, but this is what you want. This is what you get. Boom. And I hit him with the country, Eastbound and Down. And as it starts playing, he's like, the metal version, the metal version. Oh, too late, bitch. You didn't say the metal version. <laughs> no, no. He requested it the way he wanted it, the way he got it. Absolutely. And I love Scott, but That's uh, crazy. fuck yeah. <laughs> I will play it if you ask for it. Don't mess with me, because I'm a goofy sub bitch that way. But there's a reason I brought that up. I thought it would be fun if we talked about some goofy-ass songs that we like that maybe people wouldn't think that we liked. You know, because... Uh, Everyone knows we like metal. You know, I'm, I'm I'm a hair metal guy, but I like thrash. You know, and I like I like some new metal and I like classic rock. But it's like, what kind of goofy shit do you like that maybe somebody wouldn't expect you to like? And here's what I came up with. And I'm gonna go first because I think you might want to rethink your choices. <laughs> no, I think I'll stay with mine. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So I'm gonna go with this. Um, before we had the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, before we had the Will Smith get jiggy with it, before we had Men in Black, before we had the, the media mogul that is Will Smith, we had DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. And off their album, He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper, they did this great tribute to Nightmare on Elm Street Beautiful song, absolutely hilarious. Sounds exactly like the intro to Fresh Prince of Bel Air for your listening enjoyment. Nightmare on my street. He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred He wears the same hat and sweater every single day 
I remember it right. And we had just gotten back off tour last night. So the gang and I thought that it would be groovy if we summon up the posse and dumb rush the movies. I got Angie, Jeff got Tina, Ready Rock got some girl I've never seen in my life. That was alright because the lady was chill. Then we dipped to the theater set to film. We saw Elm Street and man it was death. And everything seemed alright when we left. But when I got home and laid down to sleep, that began the nightmare. But on my street... in my room like an oven my bed so was sweat and man i was bugging i checked the clock it had stopped at 12 30 it had melted it was so darn hot and i was thirsty i went downstairs to grab some juice or a coke flipped the tv off and then i almost choked when i heard this awful voice coming from behind it said man i ain't even wait to see who it was broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long cuz got halfway up the block i calmed down and stopped screaming then Until I noticed those rips in my sheets And that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street Nightmare wow. on my street. 
man, just, just the fact that if I could get away with playing that, like some, either in the sound bit or something for my show, I, I would enjoy the hell that out of that. That's so fucking Definitely. funny. It's, dude, it actually has the music that I put what, when I did your promo. That music's in mm-hmm. there. <laughs> That's so much fun. That's crazy. Great stuff, great stuff. <laughs> About a, about, about a guy going to see in the movie then coming home and reliving the movie. <laughs> Hilarious. Right. I miss Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Music was so much more fun in the 80s. Right. It was. I mean, back in the 80s, hell, I mean, you had so many genres of music, man. I mean, you had, like, it's going to sound crazy because I'll probably get picked on for this, but you had, like, New Kids on the Block. You had Vanilla Ice. You had MC Hammer. You had then Public whoa, Enemy. Whoa, you had whoa, N.W.A. starting out. New what fucking on the who? Yeah, new what on the fucking who? You heard before. Well, so we'll leave it at that. Dude, but dude, it, it's no fuck this. You're not gonna get away with this bullshit. <laughs> were you? Were new you kids fucking on the hanging no, tough? No, my sister was. No, you no, were hanging, hanging tough, tough, weren't you? No. My sister was listening to that, and I basically had to adapt to it. It was either Dad or Tiffany. I, I'd have gone and with I Tiffany. Like, I think oh, we're alone crap. now. I would have gone with Tiffany, too, but, but you were shit, hanging you tough. know, my sister was like, uh, oh, oh, oh. Like, oh, oh you were God. hanging tough with oh, the right stuff, and they had a popsicle, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, had, I had three sisters. I had my biological sister and two stepsisters. And they all love Nukes of the Block. I'm well-versed in all their music, but damn. It, look, if you ask me to play fucking Nukes of the Block, I am coming through this computer. You ain't playing no, no Nukes on the Block, because I definitely don't have that shit on my list unless oh. you do. Mountain Man maybe might have oh, had he it. He probably so, did. Yeah, Mountain he, Man. He was Go. looking on a popsicle. Yeah. I know. He's, I, it's like his favorite song. Mm. You're my popsicle. <laughs> the right stuff and, and, and don't forget though Donnie Wahlberg's brother which we all know is Mark Wahlberg uh, he had Marky Mark oh, in the Funky Bunch that's that, not oh, a good man, argument that, that's his honorable mention yeah that's his honorable mentions I mean that would probably be a whole nother podcast in itself dude just talking about them no. people No, Walt. So. best thing about them is their acting and the Wahlbergs Wahlbergers whatever yeah I love that show. <laughs> yeah. Shit, that their fucking hamburgers are outstanding, dude. Fuck, man. Shit, man. They got they got one out here by the Bally's Casino. Let me tell you, that is definitely a fucking ten dollar burger in itself, nice. man. Ooh, without fries. <laughs> yeah, without fries. No drink, nothing. You ready for my picker? No drink, no nothing, man. You get that shit in the casino for a quarter. <laughs> Pop a quarter in a fucking slot machine. If you can pop a quarter. Now they only take bills. So it's not what it was back in the 90s and stuff. You put a nickel in and wait around, look around for the damn cocktail waitress. And then she comes by like, hey, can I get a you know, shot of rum and coke? And then you just sit there, look around, look around, make it look like you're playing. She comes back. Oh, here's a nickel tip. Thank you. You know, you know tip waitress is a nickel now. And now it's a dollar because they're, you know, tatas are a lot more sticking out. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you got? I don't I know. My, Jeff. my my pick, yeah, my pick has a 
funny ass fucking album cover. You would think it'd be something you would see on the Smashing Pumpkins, but definitely not the Pumpkins here. I chose a song off a, I want to say 1997 album, self-titled Cold Chamber, and the song Pig. Because of that little oink, 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 oink sound in that song and then the bass line and the squealing of the pig like it's being slaughtered. Just fucking phenomenally fucking twisted new alternative metal song in my opinion. Uh, you know what? I don't know if you're aware of this, but I love Cold Chamber. Now, here's the problem. 
I only know their first two albums. I know they did one or two more. And I know that Des Fafara, or Fafara, however the fuck you want to say his name, mm-hmm. went on to do um, uh, Devil Driver. But I am a huge fan of those first two albums. And yes, the final track on that first album, great choice. That's awesome. Right. But I would totally expect you to listen to that. <laughs> no, that's pig, 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 pig. <laughs> that, no, that's good stuff. And actually, it was bands like that that got me listening to metal again. So uh, that's that's fucking amazing. Um, because I, I turned away from metal in the '90s. I turned to country. So the late '90s brought me angry metal. The early '90s brought me depressed metal. I didn't like depressed metal. I come from party rock metal. So you go to the press and, oh, life sucks and I want to die. And greatest song Kurt Cobain ever did was uh, I Hate Myself and Want to Die. And that's just because he had the fucking balls to follow through. He said, right. what does the sound of a shotgun make? Bang! Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's outstanding. Well, I got to tell you, I, I, I got to get weird because when I talk about goofy stuff that I like, I remember living in Fort Bragg, North Carolina, back when I was in the Cub Scouts. So I was really little. And we only lived there like 18 months. But uh, they had a top 10 videos of the week show. I don't remember what station it was on. I know cable was around because HBO was on by that time. But they had this, you know, top 10 or top 5 videos of the week I I don't know that MTV was on yet so don't quote me on that although it could be but I remember this crazy little pop song and I just remember this little midget are we allowed to say midget fuck it I don't care it was a midget Yeah. (laughs) dancing around a campfire in like an elf costume it was hilarious but right here men without hands or hats, hats, men without hats. The safety dance. Hats. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Cause your friends don't dance. And if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. See, we can go where we want to. Place where they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world Leave the real one far behind We can dance We can sing We can go if we want to Night is young and so am I And we can dress real neat From our hearts to our feet And surprise them with a victory cry Say we can act if we want to If we don't, nobody will and you can act real rude and totally removed And I can act like an imbecile I say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance The doing is before the ball We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance, we can dance Everybody's taking the chance Safe to dance Oh, it's safe to dance 
If you can only see me dancing on Skype right now, that was funny. I, I was doing the Britney Spears titty shake, man. Like, <laughs> you dance if you want to. That was such a great <laughs> song. I fucking miss that shit so much. I miss 80s pop. You don't even know. In fact, most of my songs are 80s pop. And then there's, well, boy, one's really going to throw people off. <laughs> that's that's the mind of Bushy. Bushy has a fucked up mind, and weird shit grabs his attention. <laughs> Are yes, you familiar yes. with uh, Meltdown Hats? Because they had another great song on that same album, and I, I don't remember the name of the album, but they had a song called "Living in China," and it was glorious. We got the red books, we got the blue looks, all of the people that are living in China. <laughs> Remind me and invite you to come over Friday for my karaoke party. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't want me. <laughs> I I speak oh, well. Man. I sing horribly. <laughs> <laughs> so what's Damn, a good one for you, brother? Crazy. This is fun. Good, another good one for me? Hmm, I don't know. Seeing five grown-ass men. I, I don't even know if they were... I can't even fucking remotely think of what the fuck they were wearing when they did the video. But it was so wacky and goofy to see all five of them dressed up the same God, way. I hope it wasn't strap-ons Pumping. and togas. No, it wasn't strap-ons and togas. They, they look, the I wanna... Well, hey, yeah, that was New Kids <laughs> on the Block. No, these, these guys were fucking phenomenally funny as hell. I don't know particularly what genre they would fall under. Not even, I can't even call it funk, man. It was just pretty much just some crazy put together shit that had some of it was rap, some of it was metal, but the Bloodhound, Bloodhound Gang with the bad touch. <laughs> well, now, we call this the act of mating, but there are several other very important differences between human beings and animals that you should know about. So put 
your hands down my pants and I'll bet you feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco. Yes, I'm Ebert. And you're getting two thumbs up. You've had enough of two hand touch. You want it rough. You're out of bounds. I want you smothered. Want you covered like my Waffle House. Hash browns coming quicker than FedEx. Never reaching apex. Just like Google Call Stock. You are inclined to make me rise an hour early. Just like daylight savings time. Do it now. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. So let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Do it again now. You and me, baby, ain't nothing but mammals. So let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. fucking tune i love val to chase you lane um fun fact 
two bands I used to play yeah. in back in the day when I was trying to you know get my rock and roll dream going. We used to cover Bow to Chase You Lane. So that's that's oh, no shit. beautiful. Discovery Channel. What a that that was a wonky fucking oh, okay. video. Yeah, let me let, let me see. There there were a couple of other good songs they had. The Foxtrot, uh Uniform Charlie Kilo, uh The Ballad of Chasey Lane, Along Comes Mary, and of course everybody's favorite, you know, the fire water burn. Yeah, no, so, no. yeah. Chasey Lane was my those favorite songs, hands down. It it was so punky, so poppy. Yo, pop punk, I guess is what that was, but the bad toucher. <laughs> Who has not grinded on a woman <laughs> in a fucking club? <laughs> I think I was gr- grinding some somewhere in high school and stuff, but yet I was kicked out of high school when that song came out. So, but yeah, definitely had a little booty grind up on when we were oh, doing that. So, yeah, it's a dude, great song a, right there, it's man. Fun, and I I actually like that choice better than your last one. This that song is fun, and. Knowing what you listen to as a DJ on that metal station, it's fun to see you like something like that. You know what else is fun? Is we could totally get away with playing Ballad of Chase Lane on that metal station. What you got for your next song over there, <laughs> Maestro? Bloodhound Gang, that's great. This one, this one's <laughs> going to get weird. Um, because it was huge where I was... At that time, I was living in Germany, so we're talking 1984-85. This guy, Paul uh, Hardcastle, the Vietnam War was still... It was still a stain on America. Like, guys these days, these, these young fucking kids growing up, rather, don't give a fuck about Vietnam. It's just something they see on TV. You know, they don't understand. 1985... The war was only over 10 years. And uh, this guy wrote a song about it. It was called uh, 19. This is Paul Hardcastle, a very pop song. Um, You know what? Fuck it. Check it out. In 1965, Vietnam seemed like just another foreign war. But it wasn't. It was different in many ways. And so were those who did the fighting. In World War II, the average age of the combat soldier was 26. In Vietnam, he was 19. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. In Vietnam, he was 19. In Vietnam, he was 19. The heaviest fighting of the past two weeks continued today, 25 miles northwest of Saigon. I wasn't really sure what was going on.
Veterans Administration study. Half of the Vietnam combat veterans suffer from what psychiatrists call post-traumatic stress disorder. Many vets complain of alienation, rage, or guilt. Some succumb to suicidal thoughts. Eight to ten years after coming home, almost 800,000 men are still fighting the Vietnam War. He was a computer animated thing. It was just the way something was skip. Like if you were saying in, in this song, Mm -hmm. in Vietnam, you know. It kind of make it sound like his voice was basically mimicking a machine gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah, that context, it, it was talking about how the average age of the combat soldier in Vietnam was 19, and brilliant, brilliant song, greatly written. It, his biggest hit. He's still around. I follow him on Facebook. I follow him on Twitter. I like nothing that he says, <laughs> but I <laughs> love that tune, and uh, that's one of those one-hit wonders that I think's fucking amazing. Paul Hardcastle, 19. Nineteen. All those who <laughs> remember the war, they won't forget what they've seen. Destruction of man in his prime, whose average age was nineteen. Good stuff. Love it. Love it. Gonna have to check that out. Oh, you <laughs> will. Just rewind. Rewind. Yeah, I know. Rewind and listen. Rewind and listen. I don't know. I don't know if I can match that one because next one I got comes from the man who actually introduced me away from grunge. Uh, and I particularly like this track because out of all the songs on the album, it was remotely, completely different. We've done record reviews where... I've commented on songs that just, it literally seemed like it didn't fit sure. the bill. But this song off of Portrait of American Family, done by Marilyn Manson in 94, 
I want to say it's track 11 or 12. Don't quote me on it for sure, but my monkey. Hey, this is starting to pour down Why are the children doing what they're doing? Why does a child reach up and kill his mom and dad and murder his two little sisters and then uh, cut his
just a little fact and a little beginning where he's talking about, you know, that Satan made him do it or whatever. And like Manson's voice is completely distorted in that song that you would think it's a little kid that's singing the song. But, oh, my God, like if I could play that damn song over and over and over again, it's like, holy shit, that's like a badass little track. I mean, you had songs like Cake and Sodomy I could have put, which was kind of goofy. I could have chose the little prelude to a family trip, which is, which is in reference to uh, the Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Could have gone with Snake Eyes and Sissy, Cyclops Woman. Uh, not so much Lunchbox. Lunchbox was more like the... Um, Whatchamacallit, like the, the single that was supposed to be from that album type single, uh, Wrapped in Plastic was a great song on there too, and then, uh, oh, of course, the Dope Hat, you know, where they got the Dope Show from, the little Top Hat video and stuff, that was a pretty good track right there, was the Dope Hat, and then also you got uh, Get Your Gun, which also had some say had some influence to the uh, Columbine shooting. But definitely My Monkey was probably the most off the wall track Manson has ever done in his entire 10 album career. And there's not been one song to ever mimic that after that to hear his voice altered like that. So, yeah, My Monkey. Enjoy. Nice, nice. Holy hell, uh, whew. I, 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 I wasn't even familiar with that. I had to go dig down and purchase that album because I don't have Portrait of American Family. So that, that's, that's amazing. Great job. And that's pretty heavy. And I'm going to go pretty, um, uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. go kind of silly. <laughs> <laughs> pretty and silly after that um i'm trying to remember when i first heard this tune because i heard this song well before it hit the airwaves and i want to say it was while i was deployed so i'm actually uh uh, googling as we're talking because (laughs) i loved this album had great stuff like you got the dragon and this guy has gone on to do uh, television shows, kids' Saturday morning cartoon kind of things. But Bismarcky, just a friend. Your mom's is so poor. She went to McDonald's and put a shake on layaway. Oh! <laughs> your mother so old, she knew Central Park when it's just a plant. <laughs> your mom's hair so nappy, she gotta take painkillers to comb my hair. <laughs> oh, yo, 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 later for that. Man. This is what's oh, happening. You, oh, you got what I need, man. Don't touch you. Don't touch you. Don't touch you. 
Have you ever met a girl that you tried to date? But a year to make love, she wanted you to wait. Let me tell you a story in my situation. I was talking to this girl from the US nation. The way that I met her was on tour at a concert. She had long hair and a short mini skirt. I just got on stage dripping, pouring with sweat. I was walking through the crowd, and guess who I met? I whispered in her ear, come to the picture booth so I can ask you some questions to see if you're 100 proof. I asked her her name, she said blah, blah, blah. She had nine, ten pants and a very big bra. I took a couple of flicks and she was enthused. I said, how do you like the show? She said I was very amused. I started throwing bass, she started throwing back mid-range. But when I sprung the question, she acted kind of strange. Then when I asked, do you have a man? She tried to pretend. She said, no, I don't. I only have a friend.
listen to the message that I send. Don't ever choke through a girl who says she just has a friend. 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 Oh, baby, you. <laughs> love it. Love it. Dude, I love that shit so much. And we used to make fun of it. We would sing songs, you got a disease. You say it's just a rash, right. but it's crawling up your ass. Oh, baby, you. But oh I love that fucking song. It's absolutely amazing. And I am, dude, I am so trying to... Uh, uh, yeah, Biz Never Sleeps, 1989. Okay. No, no, it was the Diabolical Damn. Biz Marquee. Hmm? Oh, no, no, Diabolical Biz Marquee, the Biz Never Sleeps. Yeah, October 1989. They, they, they call it Golden Age hip-hop. I don't know why they call it that. But fucking... I remember distinctly the dragon and i remember you got what i need i remember hearing that ah, where the fuck did i hear that because in 1989 i wasn't deployed anywhere i was fuck freshman in high school i heard it before it was a radio mm -hmm. hit before it started busting out you you probably heard it but like at a party or something like that because i know back in the days like when Rap art, excuse me, hip hop artists at that time uh, were trying to get their music. They would kind of like bootleg it on a tape and it swung around. And because of the dual, uh, the radios with dual cassette players, you could put one blank tape in on one side and then play the other one and have the other one recording of the style that got branded oh, yeah, out it was like called that. Dubbing. That's, you would dub a tape. Yep, that's probably how you were able to hear it before it actually got on the airwaves, because there were a lot of songs I heard like that back in the day, growing up in New York. So that's, I mean, how we oh, got that, away with that, listening that, to that new music. Be. I just know that I always loved that silly song. You know, <laughs> a coconut smile child is literally such an ugly ass motherfucker too man like oh my god man fucking he made fucking notorious big look like a pimp <laughs> jesus christ dude yeah but but oh but, man um uh biz biz is still around yeah biz he, he decided to go work because, with uh, the kids he's like i work here. with the kids because you fucking rappers killed each other fuck you guys <laughs> Right, he got that shit quick. He's he's doing what Mace's doing now. He found religion. No pun intended with REM. You know who lost Whatever. theirs. I don't, I don't care if somebody <laughs> has religion. I don't care about that. If you if you have something that makes you happy, that's cool. I mean, even right, Dave right. Mustaine of Megadeth is now a Christian right winger. So you know, whatever. I don't have a problem with that. Right. You know who I get? You know who I get mad at? I get mad at Christians that try to spit their shit at me. But I also get mad at atheists that try to spit their shit at me. And and here's the problem, because I was mm. raised in the church. Atheists are the ones that are more angry. And they're more hell-bent on proving you wrong. And here's my only question for atheists. Um, if I live my life a certain way, and I die... And there is no heavenly hereafter. What have I lost? <laughs> what have mm. I lost? Nothing. 
If you live your life a certain and there is a heavenly hereafter, what do you lose? These fuckers don't right. think of that. So fine. I mean, I don't care. I, I, I think I'm more on the agnostic front. I just kind of need some proof. <laughs> you know? But exactly. atheists are so quick to bash Christians. I'm like, fuck you. You're not right just because you say you're right. Well, science says, yeah, but science disproves their own theories all the time. Shut the fuck up. Ugh. Right. Off the high horse. That's kidding. Off the high horse. Oh, yeah. We're getting towards the end of this short episode of Goofy Songs. <laughs> Goofy! What's she... <laughs> I just sounded like I was calling for Dino there from the Flintstones for a minute. I know it. What's your last one, brother? <laughs> my last one? Sure, I still got two oh, to go, oh, but uh, okay, here's go my ahead. number I'll, two. I'll, I'll come up with another one. Yeah. Yeah, this one came off the album Tales from the Punchbowl, released back in 1995. A lot of people, as myself, were considered the lead singer of this band a bass goddess, or excuse me, god. And uh, also one hell of a cello player fucking from doing Mr. Crinkle. But uh, my number two favorite goofy little wacky song is about that song about stroking that big old brown beaver from Winona by Primus. Yes, Winona's Big Brown Beaver.
had the little country hat and they had their big ass fucking plastic cowboy looking faces and their little short ass tight little cowboy suits great freaking little song right there to jam out and rock out to i i love it i, I like hearing it not very often it's just kind of one of those songs like you can go maybe i'll say three to six months without hearing it and then when you hear it on on the radio you get gets your head bobbing like you're you know country and you got a cowboy hat on and you start shit kicking with your boots like Ooh-hoo. Uh, yeah I, I, uh, I get my two-stepping on that Winona's <laughs> big brown beaver oh i don't hate it i don't love it i'm i'm actually not a huge primus fan um I don't hate it. I don't love it. But I don't skip it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it comes on the radio, because I don't own a single Primus album at all. Not a fucking one. Because I just don't like that band. You know, do I like a couple songs? Sure. I like Tommy the Cat. Say, baby, do you want to lay down with me? Say, baby, do you want to lay down by my side? Yeah, I love that shit. I, I I like Big Brown Beaver. Uh, my name is Mud. I never understood. <laughs> and just based on those three songs alone, I could not say, hey, let me delve deeper into the discography. Let me find out what else they do that might be better. I couldn't do it. But... Right. I, I, I do like that stupid song. <laughs> I hate that it's stupid just, song. Oh, it's a catchy tune. Dude, that's a weird one for me. For me, because I, I, I love it. I hate it. But when it's on, I never fucking turn it off. <laughs> right. It's just one of those songs. I, I don't know, but to me, I have to agree with you because, like, if it, me, I own the discographies, and I can tell you I've probably been through about for those albums and the only songs that catch on to me are the ones that they played on the radio like all the other ones are very obscured very weird sounding you almost can't get into it i mean less vocals are like so out there it's like, excuse me it's like holy fucking shit man but um mr Krinko, like i said is a track where you would think it's a you know being played by a bass he uses a fucking cello in the video and fucking just, who rocks out on a fucking cello? Like, literally, like, I don't even fucking know, man. Only Les could pull that shit off, dude. But, yeah, that, that'd probably be my little number two favorite little gem right oh, there. Nice. Packy. <laughs> Video itself. Oh, yeah, so. it was way out there with all the prosthetic masks. Mm-hmm. And shit. Yeah, it was definitely out there. I, don't hate, like I said, but don't go out of my way to listen. But... I also don't skip it when it comes on, and I'm pretty sure some of the shit that I've played tonight gets the same reaction. In fact, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure the only thing we've been like with each other on is Bloodhound Gag and fucking Bismarck. Right, right. Who knows? You might be on my number one. Who knows? So that's so funny. What? Oh, oh, we're we're at number one. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, you had to on. dig up your uh, your last song because apparently you only picked four when you said five or six, and I went five. No, well, I no, I had five. I didn't have six. I've got a sixth one if I need a sixth. Oh, one. I don't have a sixth one. No. <laughs> okay, cool. Five. We're good. This one, 
this one is going to throw you fucking people off. <laughs> I, um, I hate myself for liking this song. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I, I hate myself for liking this song. <laughs> um, did I mention I hate myself for liking this song? This was a YouTube song, Viral Sensation. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> this guy ended up coming on the uh, Video Music Awards and even got to perform with MC Hammer. Very controversial guy because he said some anti-American statements in music before this. But this uh, South Korean... Mm-hmm broke out I, I cannot remember the year but this guy broke out with this stupid horsey dance <laughs> horsey dance oh yes hey sexy lady that's right I'm talking about oh I can't believe I'm about to say it this is Psy Gangnam Style whoop 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 whoop
오빤 강남스타 강남스타 오빤 강남스타 Very, very interesting choice there, man. That that was a funny song because you, you want to know it's funny. You haven't, I know you haven't converted over to a PS4 yet, but Destiny's still on the PS3. But I don't know if they have uh, the modifications that the 4 does to choose these little like emotes and stuff. But they have the Gundam style as a taunt for the fucking game. So, like, oh it, it's kind of like if you, you're you killing the boss or whatever, you actually see him doing the little whipping around and shit like that. Does the <laughs> flopping. They got the fucking Carlton dance. They got the fucking, I think, DX suck it sign now. So, it's like, holy shit, what the fuck are they doing? But, uh, yeah. So, I, what you're saying is this is a game I never want to play. You, you're not going to want to <laughs> play it. And if you do play it, I, I, I can probably see you spending the 99 cent just to get the emote dance out of that shit it, it's called an emote basically it's when your guardian basically goes all emotional and you can choose whatever you can do a high five thing you can get down in your hands and knees and propose to a female guardian like are you fucking kidding me right now dude like all those emotes on there were fucking ridiculously stupid gun style being one of them <laughs> whoop 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 right <laughs> 
Alright, what you got, brother? Yeah, I gotta we get a last fucking one. drum roll on this bitch. This one right here, I believe, is only one album they ever did. Uh, let me just make sure my research is correct here. But this was actually a side project of Mr. Perry Farrell, better known as uh, the frontman for Jane's Addiction. And come to find out, they did two albums. Portal for Pyros. Yes, Porno for Pyros, man. And to all the ladies out there, let me get my stripper DJ voice because it is time to make pets, baby. Pets, pets, pets. We'll make great pets.
that I, I don't know the the fact that it's not really wacky. I just like the fucking tune, dude. Like, brother, when I tell you, like, this is one of these fucking songs that if I go out cruising my sister or my mainly my brother-in-law because he listens to alternative metal with me, and it comes on the radio, we just start singing the fucking song, jamming, and fucking bring the windows down and crank it up, man. I don't know, it's, nice. it, 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 but it's not like a like a a rock god or a metal god song, dude. It's just so poppy and catchy that you just want to roll the windows down and let motherfuckers know you're listening to pets. I don't know, it's a great well, freaking song. No, well, 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 that's what's important because um, when I close this show out, you know how I have the whole goodbye song. I'm going to play something that I. Uh, heard in Haiti. Hmm. All right. The song's called "I Don't Care," and it's by Sweet Mickey, also known as Michel Martelli. He uh, was actually the president of Haiti um, a few years ago, and uh, that's how I'm going to close out the show um, at our at our outro. Uh, here's a cool thing. I um. Finally got a podcast to submit us a promo. So Freeform Rock Podcast is finally going to be advertised on this show. I can finally bring your show back, advertise that show, because you're back on that metal station because you were gone. Yeah. And, of course, mine. And, of course, any of these podcasts, they, they, uh, they sent us a promo. We'll play it at the end of every single show. Every week. Now, Sin, anything to promote? Anything to promote this week? Like I said, due to the tragic events, man, of uh, 10-1 out here at Route 91, the music festival, out, there are people out here in Las Vegas who are still trying to raise money for those victims who were uh, affected by that tragedy and that massacre shooting. Uh, also, we got California wildfires out here that are raging out of control out there in the northwest portion of California. Um, if you're on Facebook and you can see anything related to California wildfires, such as uh, donations being made or being asked for to help these families who have literally utterly lost their homes, please do so. Um, also, I don't want to say Hurricane Harvey and Irma victims are still out there trying to get money put together for their relief efforts. So whether it's a dollar, whether it's 50 cents, a quarter, donate something, man, you know, to a charity of your choice. It doesn't have to be a natural relief uh, effort. It, it could just be something simple as St. Jude's or donate to a family that needs a little bit of help this time of year, man, because it's getting close to the holidays, man. And we all know that, you know, the good almighty high, higher power doesn't promise anyone tomorrow. So be kind to one another, man. That's all I got, brother. All right, man. And uh, I could probably say it better, but I won't. But, yeah, definitely donate to all those uh, all those charities. I am. Um... My promotion, uh, that that really sucks because now I'm going to sound like a shallow fuck. Janet Gardner, uh, lead vocalist for the band Vixen, uh, released an album in August. I 
think it's really amazing. I think you should go check it out. Very heavy, very non-vixen. In fact, fuck it. Rat hole right now. Yeah, Rattle, 
It has Nananas in it, dude. I love Nananas. <laughs> if there's a song and it has a Nananas, I love Nananas. So I want to play that, especially because I already jinked myself and said that I'm playing Michelle Martelli at the end. So I got to fucking got that in there. Yep, got it. Yeah, absolutely. Check out Janet Gardner's album. Sin, for you, I know you're a fan of Caustic Method. Mm-hmm. From it's, right yeah. here in uh, Watertown, New York. Caustic Method is signed with um, Pavement Records. Um, Janet Gardner released this album after signing with Pavement Records. So check it out. Good oh, stuff. Definitely will. Absolutely. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, any final thoughts, man? Uh, be sure to come check us out on our Facebook page, The Plug with Bushy Sin and the Mountain Man. As we uh, drop episodes each and every week, your boy Sin is back here on my throne. Happy to be home. And uh, be sure to catch my little radio show every Saturday, Sunday morning on ThatMetalStation.com from 1 a.m. till 5 a.m. on Saturday mornings and Sunday morning special start time there, midnight until 5 a.m. in the morning. Other than that, be kind to one another, man. Stay safe. Keep enjoying. Drop us a like on iTunes, Podbean facebook let us know how the hell we're doing and until next time ladies and gentlemen this is your boy sin i'm out outstanding and yeah i have to echo that uh check out our radio shows because uh sin and i are radio uh djs he does go by a different name on his uh radio show that would be dj sato running the night shift and I am, of course, Big Bushy. I do the Power Hour on Sunday nights, 9 to midnight Eastern Standard Time, Sunday nights. Um, also, leave us a five-star review on iTunes, man. That's the only way we're going to continue to grow. I can see what shows are popular, but it doesn't matter if we don't get a five-star review. If you like what you're doing, leave a review. If you like what we're doing on Podbean, Give us a like, you know, help us out. Help us help you. Barring that, motherfuckers, bye vinyl. We'll see you next week. Hi, this is Mark Olden Taylor from the Freeform Rock Podcast, where we rock and roll all night and party every day. Come check us out on iTunes and Podbean. Thank you very much. Hey, bangers, Big Bushy here. What are you doing every Saturday and Sunday morning, 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time? I tell you what you should be doing. You should be tuning in to DJ Sato and his night shift. That's right, all genres of metal, all requests honored, only on ThatMetalStation.com. But remember, whatever you do, don't fall. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I wanna rock. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You gotta fight for your right. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We've got Bush. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. That's right, bangers. Cold beer, hot women, loud music, and copious amounts of hairspray and spandex. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, the Big Bushy Power Hour is the biggest party on that metal station. Stop.
Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week.
viajer para la tica, viega de en una vuelta capaz. Se va a volver un poco. No pensaron ver a tu país, a la vez nos apartan, para la volando su país. Se va a volver la gente, no va a ganar la buca y jazla. Si nous croisons 